Savan, is it better Shit. if I speak louder? Yeah, I think it's better if you speak louder. Okay, guys, bye. The Savan podcast. We're doing a Luke De Jong now, and then uh, we got a bunch of guests this week. I think we I think we have someone almost every single day. I think I saw Adam Niefer, Justin Medeiros' coach. Did you see his name on there? Oh, I think I saw Laura Horvath tomorrow morning. That's yeah, both of those. God, that would be awesome if we got her. Would you get Dana White's mom on there? Yeah, get <laughs> who's anyone's mom on there. What's a mom? Ask him about training in West Virginia before COVID. Who, Luke DeJong's been to West Virginia? Isn't this kid Australian? He's got yeah. a crazy phone number. Oh, Adam. Ask Adam about training in West Virginia. Okay. Okay, homeboy's coming on. I got to go. The Sevon Podcast live right now. Bye, guys. Bam. Bam. Uh, we're live on YouTube and I was doing live simultaneously on Instagram. Brian is here. We're waiting for Luke De Jong. Uh, am I saying his name right, Brian? I'm not sure. We got to ask him. Um, it sounds like a French name, but he's an Australian dude, right? Someone told me he could possibly have a like South African background, but I don't know. Oh. I'm not sure of of that. I just, someone someone uh, hypothesized that that last name could. Can you see your text if he texts us and he's having issues? Would you know? Yeah, I got the same one as you joining now. Oh, and and then you click that same link that I sent him. I wonder where he's at. I did click the same link. Yes. Are you on a computer? On <laughs> uh, you know we. Are you on a, you know, we're not sponsored by Assault Bike, and I use the shit out of their bike and talk about it all the time. We're not sponsored by Ancestral Supplements. I use those all the time. We are not sponsored by Sogo Snacks. God, I don't know how much more I could say about them. Um, and I, my kids eat that shit. Uh-oh, he texts us. And yet when I, oh, great. Oh, we are here waiting waiting for you oh there he is shit there he is there you are oh man oh my goodness i did mention again luke had a bit of trouble finding some headphones because these ones don't have any like mic in it but it still works fine yeah and and you know what do you want to take them off we can try i feel fine i'll leave them in okay cool Hey, thanks for doing this. No, all good. Thanks for inviting me on. Excited to be here. Are you what? Are, what are you in between protests right now? <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah. Are you? Are you? How old are you? Uh, twenty-one. Man, twenty-one, and you've already been to the CrossFit Games. Uh, as a teenager, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you know Brian? Uh, I'm familiar with him. I know he follows me on Instagram. That's about it. Um. Oh, so you didn't see him when you – yeah, good. Because I've told him it's a little weird if he goes to the CrossFit Games and watches the Teenage Division. I told him to stay away from that <laughs> shit. You get it? Like, it's not safe in this world anymore. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And you've been to the um, you've been to the Games as a teenager once. Yeah, 2017, and I placed horribly. It did not go good. And how did you place? I think I was like 14th or 15th, but it was my first time on a plane ever, so I was just jet-lagged. I didn't know what was going on. I only felt normal until the very last day. Brian, why is Luke 
Go Have ahead. you not even been on a plane like uh, inside Australia? No, never. First plane ever. That's a big first. Yeah. <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. How many planes oh. did it take to get there? How many what, sorry? How many different planes did you have to take? Oh, three. So it was like 16 hours, four hours, and like two hours, something like that. How have you never been on a plane before? Your parents, you used to have money to go on a plane? Like you never just, like your parents weren't like, hey, we're going somewhere. Like we got all this extra cash. We're going somewhere. No, I just never really been into traveling too much. Just everywhere that we go, we just drive to normally. So I've just never really been on one. God, that's awesome. And were you scared? Not at all. No, I reckon it was awesome. And is that the only time you've been on a plane now? Your one trip to the games and then went home and that's it? You, since then you've, you're retired from going to on planes? Oh, no. I've, since I've been like I've been um, down south, up north in Australia, I've been to Waterpalooza, so I flew to Miami to compete there. Okay, so it popped your seal. It's like the first pee in the morning or when you lose your virginity. Yeah, it's just like, my, oh, my yeah. God, I'm 17. I'm never going to get laid. And then you get laid <laughs> and it's just, just like <laughs> there's just girls everywhere. Exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's nuts. Okay, so Jamal – I want to tell you guys a quick story about Jamal Smith. If this show sucks, it's this guy's fault. This guy DMs me telling me how great I am right before the show starts. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. If you want me to respond to you, just tell me how great I am. So I respond and say thank you and try to act all humble. Then he says, okay, I go, well, I'm going to go live on the podcast now. He goes, yeah, me and my daughter are going to watch. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, I do not want to know that, like, little kids are, like, listening to the show. It just screwed my whole show up. And I wrote back to him, I'm going to try not to swear. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I should block that dude, Jamal Smith, for telling me he's listening with his daughter. You've, you've already talked about having crazy sex after just being 17 years old. <laughs> and I don't condone sex until you're 18 either. So there. Not that I disdone it, but I just don't condone it. Um. Uh. So, how did Luke? Why, why, Brian? Why do we have Luke on the show? Because right? all my <laughs> questions are like, I know he's 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 turned he's developed into quite the man. He's he's yoked, but yeah, like so. he didn't even do good at the uh, he no, didn't even do true. good at the at the games when he went. I thought we just had the like games when he went. Well, yeah, no. I thought we just had like good athletes on here. <laughs> What's going on with Luke? What's going on with me? It's not the that's not the only criteria, but. Well, um, you could be old as shit too. You could be, you could be, if you, if he was like 80, we'd have him on, but he's young <laughs> and strong and good looking and he's not, but he's not going to the games. Oh, Isn't that like the baseline? No, uh, I, I don't know what the base is uh, on our top 10 under 25 list. <clears throat> and that was largely on the back of the performance that he had this past semifinal season where he was actually doing quite well. And had taken, I think, second and a first, or maybe two firsts in back-to-back events um, in the middle of the competition. It seemed like he was poised to do very well and possibly make it to the games. And you know, we've talked about how difficult the men's field is in Oceana. Um, there's probably like, you know, six to eight guys that could could make it and do well and represent that part of the world pretty well at the games. And he was right in the mix. And then I think he, you know, he can fill us in on some of this that he's started feeling poorly on the last day and didn't uh, or maybe even the evening of the second to last day and it was pretty obvious if you look at his scores on the scoreboard that wasn't the same competitor now it's all making sense 
So it actually, um, it wasn't me getting sick on either of the days. I like, I was in a bad place month before the competition. Like, I didn't really train to the Torian Pro at all. So I was feeling horrible since day one. Like, I didn't even think I was going to compete. <laughs> and why is that? So I got really so it started off with I had tendinopathy pretty bad. Like last year during like last lockdown, I you had re- what tendinopathy? Uh, yeah. What's that? So just breakdown of my tendon in my like in my knees, basically. Oh geez, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I was dealing that for a while. Then right before the open, I got really really sick. Lost about ten kilos. Uh, didn't work out for probably five weeks at all. Just stayed in that's bed. Twenty. That's twenty two pounds for people who can't do the math. Twenty two yeah. pounds. <laughs> twenty two pounds. Kilos. Okay. Um, there's a few funny videos of me trying to do the open. I just like, if you look at my placing in the open, it's appalling. Like I think twenty nineteen, I was like fifth in Australia and this time I was like a hundredth or something. I just did it to get through the quarters. Got through the quarters, like uh I was still like in a horrible place. I didn't think I was gonna qualify at all. Just did them, didn't feel fit, felt horrible. Somehow qualified in like last. I have no idea how I made it. Like I didn't expect to make it at all. And then um about a week before the Torian Press started. So this is me not barely training for the competition at all. And I did a workout with um Ricky Garrard. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> tell Ricky to get on our show, damn it. I want him to be a regular. What's he doing? <laughs> okay. And, um, slap him in the ass for me. Be like, yo. I will, I will. Or slap him wherever. Okay, <laughs> just slap go. Him. So, yeah, just slap him up. Yeah, so I did a workout. I was like biking heavy thrusts and something like that. It was a horrible workout. My back just blew out in the very last thruster. And then I, I couldn't walk, couldn't really do anything without pain for a week. And then that was three days before the Torian Pro started. So I was just doing three sets of 10 bird dogs every single day until the Torian started. And then it went from there. Uh, Brian, I wrote something down for a second so I wouldn't forget. And then he said he did three sets of 10 bird dogging. Can you translate? What did, what did, he, what did I miss? Did he define what bird dogging was and I missed that? Probably most of the people who are listening know what a bird dog is. But it's an exercise that's meant to just activate and build some stability in the posterior chain. Can you explain it to me? Most of the people, my mom doesn't know, and my sister doesn't know, and I don't know. That's three listeners right there. Well, they might recognize it if you see it. Basically, you're on the ground on all fours, knees, and palms on the floor. Up one leg and the opposite arm, so maybe your left leg. Whoa. Oh. Your knee to your elbow, and then you extend and either hold or reach and go from there. Wow. That was the extent of your working out? Yeah, yeah, like that, that was it. I barely did anything. I was just resting so I wasn't injured for the competition. Um, what? Why did you get so sick? Uh, so all my wisdom teeth started coming through at the same time and I got really bad tonsillitis so I couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. I was I was probably the sickest I've ever been in my life. I had people telling me like I don't even, I don't even know why I did the open but I just did. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, when I had kid, the only time my kids have ever had fevers or sick or appear to be sick um, is when their teeth came in. So, you know, they're born and they don't have any teeth. But when kids teeth come in, they get crazy fever. Did you keep your wisdom teeth? Uh, I got these two out. So I, the, this one came out straight away. Uh-huh. Uh, my mouth was way too infected to get any of the rest out. So I had to uh-huh. wait a month. I got it out. I think three days before quarterfinals and then these two I still have in because they've just calmed down in the last month. Holy shit. I, I've never heard of anyone getting their te- getting an infection for when 
Um, oh yeah, Zach, Jack, Jack Buchanan. I'm gonna ask him about that. I'm tripping on all the butter boy shit. I'm tripping. I'll get to that. Sorry, I'm looking at the comments. Um, uh, I've never heard of anyone getting an infection when they have their wisdom teeth come in, but that's interesting. I all mine came in and I didn't have them pulled. I still got them, but I think it's pretty common that like everyone gets them pulled. I don't know. I don't know why my teeth aren't. My mouth seems to hold all my teeth. Um, were you, were you were you living at home when all that happened? Yeah, and were you on antibiotics? Oh, yes. Heaps, heaps of painkillers, heaps of antibiotics. <laughs> were you born uh oh, this one's gonna be weird. Were you born vaginally? Yes, yes. You were, huh? And did you breastfeed? Uh me personally, no, but I was breastfed. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. you, th- so you were breastfed? So sorry if I asked that wrong. You were breastfed, you, man, fucking my theory all up. Like a kid, like if you have infections in your wisdom teeth, I want to blame it on the fact. I know that people are going to have a field day with me for this, but I want to blame it on the fact that you weren't born vaginally and you didn't breastfeed, but damn, you got a good mama. Yeah, yeah, I do. And do you still live at home? Yeah, I still live at home. Dude, you're living the dream. Do you have a, do you have a, do you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Uh, yeah, I have a girlfriend who I haven't seen for almost a year and a half now who's stuck in America because of the lockdowns. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. oh. <laughs> What? Oh my god. <laughs> There's too many topics opening up. Okay, so but but Brian, don't let me forget about the girlfriend stuck in America. And by the way, you can give her Brian's phone number. He he'll take care of her. <laughs> um uh um so you're really good even when you don't try. You made Brian friends list um uh, best, best top ten under the age of twenty five, uh, and, and when he said that, I recall it's a little weird because you didn't even qualify for the games, right? And 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 yet you still made the list. I think there were only two or three of you, right? Is that right, Brian? It was yeah. him and Dallin Pepper and someone else. Um, probably looking. Yeah, I my can't notes. remember. I'm not. I don't know. I'm really don't have any of my notes in front of me. I'm on the road, but uh, are you? Oh, look, two. I got it. I. Are, are you are you are you serious about CrossFit? Extremely serious, yeah. And so, uh, okay, here we go. Sorry, uh, Dallin Pepper, Cedric Lapointe, and Luke DeYoung. Will you pronounce your last name for me, Luke? Uh, it's yeah, DeYoung. You said it right, DeYoung. Man, you're and you're not married yet, right? No, not like Dallin. No. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. God, you're so much looser than Dallin. Man, Dallin, I, Dallin was like talking to my, like I was interviewing my grandfather. Like, oh, oh, it was like weird. It was like we had some role reversal. Oh. It's like I, all my daddy issues were coming up with Dallin. He's like too oh, mature for, he's too mature for a 19 year old. Yeah. Far too mature. Okay, so it must have been brutal to not be able to train because of something going on in your mouth. It, it was pretty brutal. I, I I probably quit the season like 50 times. I remember like, it wasn't even my mouth so much that was stopping me. It was my knees as well because they just started degrading like crazy because I wasn't eating. And I have, like, I have, it doesn't make it sound worse, but I have MCAD. So my body finds it really difficult to burn fat when I'm not eating. So I was basically just burning muscle, destroying my knees <laughs> and just making my mouth worse. <laughs> Hence, the, because another weird thing that you said, and I guess it makes sense, you explained it a little bit, is that you lost 22 pounds. Mm-hmm. How much How much did you um, weigh before your wisdom teeth started coming in? Uh, sitting around the 93 mark. Kilo. Brian. Just uh, yeah, over yeah, 200 yeah. pounds. And and how tall are you? 6'2". 
Okay. And that's interesting too, because I think you can kind of see it. I wasn't sure, like, I wasn't sure what was going on with your body in some of those pictures because, you know, there's, there's some athletes, especially younger athletes like you, they're growers, right? They don't look that big and then they work out and you're like, Jesus, that dude got swole. And I think you got a little bit of that going on. Like you look kind of, not that you look normal, but you look more normal. And then once you start working out, you get jacked, right? You puff up real big. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember Pat Barber when he was young, that was always tripping on how giant he looked when he worked out. But, but there is kind of some weight discrepancy in you and your, you, your build definitely changes a lot in the last, let's say year of your posts, like up and down, not just consistently. And so I guess that would explain the knee and the sickness. And now is all of that behind you, except for those two teeth that need to yeah. be pulled? All of it's behind me except I'm uh, still rehabbing my knees at the moment. So I'm about six, seven weeks in of that and I'm slowly getting better. So another four weeks and I think I'll be um, on top of things again. They gave you a new tendon in your knee? Can they do that? Oh, no, no, just rehabbing it. So just slowly, progressively loading it. I had to start from just walking to light step ups and just I'm slowly getting into squatting now. So uh, what, what about – when you if Go ahead. You go back and watch the events that he won at the, at the Torian Pro. I mean <laughs> – you're not going to believe it, knowing this. That is new. That he was. That he was pulling. He was trying to All compete with Scott Panchik for knee damage. Well, <laughs> plus, plus the lack of training and everything else. Lost, losing to over twenty pounds. What do you think about the knees over toes guy, Luke? <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I'm basically following his stuff. I actually have. Um, so Hayden Wolfsburg, um from down here, he's actually doing all my rehab and he follows pretty similar to what Nia Vitoz guys does. What's his name? Hayden who? Uh, Hayden Wolfsburg. Okay. He's a, he competes also. He used to compete, yeah. He used to compete, okay. Take him off your list, Brian, for top top, <laughs> top 1,000 CrossFit. <laughs> I just remember uh, see, seeing his name maybe on some of the Australia regionals or wherever they used to be called. I, I contacted Luke. I contacted that guy, the knees over toes guy. And I, um, I asked him to come on the show. Oh shit. I'm losing my voice already. I asked him to come on the show and he was really cool until he said, I, I think like he wanted to schedule like three months out. And like, I don't okay. even know if I'm going to be alive in three months. I was like, I started, that started making me like really anxious that, but he was very courteous. His he back and forth in the DMS. I was, I was kind of surprised cause he's got a half million plus followers and I'm sure there's a ton of people DMing him, right? Oh my God, my knees fucked up. Help me please. And, uh, but I got to get him on the show. That's cool. Why do you like him? Uh, just the movements he implements. Like there's certain things that I didn't know how to lengthen correctly. Like the piriformis. I've never seen someone do a piriformis RDL and I got rid of my sciatica in like two sets. Send me that. Okay. Was someone explain that to me? A piriformis? <laughs> I, need I love how excited luke gets at first i like how smart he's smarter than me and i like how excited he gets every time i mention the knees over toes guy he gets a little like like he's gonna come out of check awesome. what, what okay so tell me what what did he what did, what is piriformis rdl sciatica so you know like the the classic pigeon stretch where you have your knee 90 degrees on top of you on a box yes sir so except i do, do it on the floor you mean yeah. i okay Go ahead. So you do that except on a box or slightly slanted on a bench. Uh-huh. And you have a weight in the opposite hand to that leg. And then you do an RDL in between the gap. Okay. And you just Whoa. did that. And, and before then you had some sciatica and that helped it? Yeah. 
And how, did you just learn that from watching his Instagram, or do you have to pay him money to learn that kind of magic stuff? Uh, I've just been watching all his YouTube videos and pinching whichever one I need, and that was one that popped up. Knees over toes. Man, we got to put a link to him on our YouTube on the bottom. Wouldn't it be great if we had someone on our YouTube, like who was part of our team? And like they were like pulling up videos right now of like anytime I mentioned Luke's body like changing, they pulled up like two pictures or the knees over toes guy. They pulled up a video or the, or the winning events at the Torian Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or him shitting the bed in 2017, even like the whole thing. Like we could have all that. Or like when he came on, we just showed a giraffe because he kind of looks like a giraffe. <laughs> oh man, um, Luke, what, was there ever a point in your life where you're like? Oh my God, what am I going to do with my hair? And then all of a sudden you're like, one day you're like, damn, I got some fucking hair. I'm going to work this shit. Like there was like a transition. Uh, so or were you always good with it? I was always pretty good with it. When I was really young, I used to be super curly and blonde. And then around when I was probably 14, 15, it started getting real froey. And I used to get made fun of at school for it. It's called a Jufro. So it's a white man afro. Jufro. Yeah. I'm familiar with the term. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so then later on, I had, so early on, people kind of made fun of it and said it looked funny. And then later on, like only in the last couple of years, people kind of say, oh, you have sick hair. Like, I love it. I was jealous of your hair. So now I just grow it out and let it go crazy. Yeah, you just roll with the Jufro. Yeah, you're like a buff. Do you know Little Dicky, the rapper? Uh, not familiar with that, no. No, you don't know who that is? Oh, my goodness. Isn't that right up? Isn't that his age, Brian? I'm also unfamiliar with that. So you're Little Dicky? Oh, you got to look him up. We promised to look him up. I'm going to send you a link Sounds afterwards. Like, yeah, sure. I'll send it. Sounds like it's more in your age range. No, 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 no. I just found well, Why him. do you know I'm it? Just, I'm just hip like, because I'm just hip like that. I'm cool. So at first, I I, I thought you were doing, I, you know, there's some people like who do like mayhem programming or people who do proven programming or like just the different kinds of programming out there. They do the bridges, bridges programming. What's bridges called? Pam, Pam. Anyway, and I thought you were doing some programming that the Buttery Bros sold, like Heber and Marsden sold, because I would see these references to Butter Boys in your Instagram. But now yeah. I'm starting to think that it has no relationship with Marsden and Heber and that they're actually – no, I'm, it's not. Okay, <laughs> tell me about Butter Bros programming. Boys. Uh, so it's, it's Butter, Butter Boys. Boy. Oh, it's yeah, the- Butter Boys. I. So have Butter you ever Googled Boys. that? Have you ever Googled that word? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's how we stuck with it because we Googled oh, it. Oh, <laughs> God, I love it. Okay, the OG Butter Boys. Okay, let's hear it. So it started in 2015. It started as a pull-up. So I used to get made fun of all the time for doing these horrible CrossFit pull-ups. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make a pull-up that looks even more disgusting. So I just made it look horrible, like was kicking my feet everywhere, and it ended up being called the Butter Man. And then about two weeks later, like someone said, oh, why don't we call ourselves the Butter Boys and we do the Butter Man or something like that. So then that kind of stuck in 2015. We made the Instagram in 2017. And then um, ever since then, we've just been called the Butter Boys and I've basically been programming for all of us. Have you, and you've been doing the programming? Uh, yeah. Oh, good on you. Have you thought, so you do all your that own was, programming? No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. That was when you were 15 years old that you first did the Butter Man? Yeah. And then two years later, it's, the you started writing programming for all your friends uh well we've been, we've been doing programming for ages just we just go in there right on the whiteboard kind of started out as a bit of fun and then when i took it seriously i really put some time into it what is the Dude, point i love time it. into it like researching from uh any particular 
you know, methodology of it or at talking to people? Yeah, well, my mum's a, a good like, CrossFit coach and wellington coach. Uh, I've been doing fitness for ages. I'm currently studying exercise and rehabilitation at university. So basically that's what I study for a living at the moment. Dude, there must be some epic haters there who just love fucking with you. Oh, you're into rehabilitation? and Oh, and you compete in CrossFit. Fantastic. Psycho. I call Yes. Them. Oh, you're your own experiment. You're going to do all these dangerous things and destroy yourself so you can fix yourself. That's fantastic, Luke. It doesn't look good when I'm rehabbing at the moment, and I say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Little Dicky is his favorite. He's lying to you. Zach Thomas, Wayne Lang, knees over toes guy is good friends with Marcus Philly. Get him on. Kobe Hengene, stop lying, Luke. You love Little Dicky. I know. I don't believe him anyway. You think he's lying? How many of these are, uh, are butter boys that are making these comments? Uh, I think all of them so far. <laughs> um, Brian Gamble, Luke's hair is amazing. Who wore better, Luke or Khabib? <laughs> oh, it is. Wow. Have you thought about dyeing it? No, never. <laughs> how, about, how about now that I mentioned it? Now are you considering it? Uh, if I get enough messages about it, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm like that too. I'm like that too. I'm very easily um, influenced. If someone's like, hey, shave your beard, I'll just shave my beard. <laughs> For the people. For the people or grow it out. Um, how has your ambition for... How has your love for your girlfriend changed in the last year and a half? No. How has your ambition <laughs> changed um, since you went to the games in 2017 to now that you've gone through you know, uh, these struggles? Is this related to my girlfriend? Or is it <laughs> no. That was it. I was, I was getting my wires crossed. I was getting my wires crossed. I'm just wondering like at 21, you know, you hear – we talk to some people and they're like, hey, man, like I, like, I, I want to win the games. And then we t- and then and you're sort of this era. You're right now. It's up for grabs. So people for the last five years, you can just imagine it. Just, I mean, the only thing having having holding you back is your government. But for the last five years before then, it was um, Matt Fraser was holding everyone back. But you look and you can kind of see it's a it's a little bit wide open, right? I mean, so so is the goal to go to the games at twenty one? Or is it to win the games, or is it to get on the podium, or is it to stay healthy? Like, how, I'm just trying to figure out how at 21 what you think. Yeah, so I want to make this clear. So at at the Torium Pro, everyone thought I was there just to get followers and like muck around. But ever since I've ever started CrossFit, since I was like, I started when I was 10, and like any time my mates would come train with me, the go- the game, like the whole goal of everything was make the games, try and podium. So that's all we've been doing for the last eight or so years. So. Yeah. And, and and the reason why you're like being adamant about that is because also you do your own programming and other and other people are relying on you too. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with mucking around and going to I mean shit, if I could go to the Torian Pro and do well and pick up a hundred thousand followers, I'd do it. <laughs> but it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but you only pick up a thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I actually just woke up. You know, I'm, I'm under this crazy shadow ban, and I, and I was constantly putting on followers, even though I was crazy shadow ban. And then in one day, someone's like, "Hey, did you notice they just took two thousand followers from you yesterday?" And I'm wondering what happened. Like, how did I just lose like two thousand followers overnight? What is what shadow ban? I've heard that before, but I have no idea what it is. So, like, if you try to tag me in something, it'll say you can't tag this guy. 
or if you try to follow me, you'll get a message that says, um, are you sure you want to follow this guy? He gives unreliable information. Oh, right. So the, the, um, the fact checkers have checked me and have decided that the information I'm giving out is wrong. Even though most of the information I give out is just like straight off of our government websites. Yeah. I must say your story does get a bit chaotic though. It does. It does get a bit chaotic. It does. I don't think you're mature enough to see my story. Run that by your parents first and let them watch it and then decide whether you should see it. Um, So tell me, how is your girlfriend, how do you get separated from, is your girlfriend American or Australian? Yeah, American from West Virginia. Okay. Oh, where in West Virginia? Uh, Her name's Morgan and she's from Morgantown. Oh, that's cool. Does she CrossFit? Yeah. So I actually knew of her from the 2017 CrossFit Games when I went as a teenager. And was she an individual athlete? Yeah. She competed in the 16-17 girls and I was in the 16-17 boys. Oh, okay. So she wasn't in the – okay. I was thinking maybe she was in the open division. I was like, wow. (laughs) That would be impressive. Um. Okay, so you, so you meet and you guys met there. You courted her while you were at the games. <laughs> no, not at all. No, we were very much focused on competing. Uh, we didn't really talk much at all. It was mainly online after the games. We really started talking. Did you know when you saw her at the games? You're like, okay, this girl's attractive. I'm at when this shit shows over <laughs> with here. I'm gonna DM her. No, not at all. I was very much focused on competing and just getting over my jet lag. I didn't really know what was going on half the time. Oh, and I, did, I wanted ha- to ask you. Long, do you remember how long before the game started you you arrived in Wisconsin? It was, I think it was the day before or maybe two days before. It wasn't long. And if you had, if you had, the next time you make it to the games, how much in advance will you want to arrive? Well, hopefully, if uh, I get some good, um, yeah, if I get some good sponsors, I'd do it for two to three weeks and then do a training camp in America and then compete. Uh, someone just said someone named Tristan out Trish Trish Tristan. Oh, no. Christian Allen, said, do you know who that is? Yeah, he's one of the, the butter boys. I'm not responsible for anything they comment about. Oh way. yeah, okay. <laughs> he said he's always perving on younger athletes. I mean, I take offense oh, to that. God. I take offense to that. Why would you only be perving on younger athletes? You should be just be perving on everyone. You should just you should be consistent. You shouldn't be ageist. I will not tolerate any ageist, racist, or sexist. Should perv on just everyone as long as they're of age. As long as they're of age. Um. So. Okay, so and did she have interest in you? I always wonder about that too, because you know I've I've, I've had a few friends who are Olympians, and they basically said that, that Olympic Village. I don't know how it is this year and in, in how it was this year in Japan, but in Olympic Village, there's just like big bowls of condoms in all the hotels, and they talk to the athletes there about having safe sex and just all this shit, right? Because I mean, you have all of these young, you know, people there, and I mean, the whole reason why we exercise is to avoid getting someone pregnant while we're young. Um, so, so did she spot you there when you talked to her in hindsight? Was she like, "Oh yeah, I spotted you," or no? Neither of you no. saw each other. Neither, I'd say wow. neither. And you're 21, and 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 you have a a relationship with a girl that you didn't meet on the internet. I mean, you are a winner. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You are very special. There, and, and 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 have you ever met Heber and Marzen and told them like, "Hey, uh, knock that shit off with the Butter Boys thing. That's ours." <laughs> No, that when I was in Miami, actually, it was pretty funny. They um they were at my gym here in Australia when I was in Miami, and I was like, the chances of that are incredibly unlucky. 
but then they actually flew there on day two of the competition and I met him and got a photo with him. But I obviously never said anything about that because it doesn't really matter. Did you, what did were you they doing at your gym? Lagged? Sorry? <laughs> did you ask them if they were jet lagged? No, no. <laughs> Those dudes don't sleep. Those dudes don't sleep. Yeah. Um, what were they doing at your gym, Luke? I think they were there for the tribal clash at the time, which is like a kind of an international CrossFit com- competition. Did they competed in it in that, and I think they won, didn't they? Oh, they, yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Wow, your friends are really filling up the chat. I really like that. It <laughs> makes me feel popular. That's awesome. <laughs> that That's is all good. Uh, it's it's all great. It's all great. And boys, listen, his mom's probably reading these too, so keep it clean. Is your mom in the other room right now watching? Uh, no, no, she's not home at the moment. Oh, good. I'm glad you said that. Even if she is watching, because that would just make it even harder on me to show. <laughs> okay, so tell me about the. Tell me, so you're in Australia, um, and and what's the name of the city you're in? Uh, well, I'm in Wollongong. Okay. Oh shit! And that's where they used to do the regionals too. How convenient, yeah. right? Okay. And what did you call it? Wongong. Yeah, Wollongong. Wallengong. Yeah, so W-O-L-L-O-N-G-O-N-G. Oh, Wallengong. And um, so then you're at your, you get back home after the, the games in 2017. Somehow she pops up on your radar, and you 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 just get hit her up in the DMs. Hey, what's up? I'm <laughs> Luke. What did you think of about event three? Dave's yeah, a just, jerk for programming that. Just slide in the DMs, and yeah. And then so I think she always wanted to come to Australia, so. She's like, oh, I'll come to Australia. And I was like, just, yeah, stay at my place. And then came over, we hung out, hit it off. And then it's been good ever since. And your mom let her stay at the house? Yeah. She oh, man. I had a great mom and dad like that, too. I could invite anyone over. That's awesome. God, I can't wait till my boys are having international girlfriends. Okay, so so then she so she comes over. Uh, so she comes over. And how long does she stay? I think she stayed about... Three weeks the first time, oh. and and she came by herself. No, she didn't bring a chaperone or her mom or anything. No, all by herself and just flew straight over. I was pretty surprised that her parents let her do it. To be honest, but and are there? Is it obvious there's a little bit of sparks and tension even before she comes over? Uh, oh yeah, yeah there is. Okay, so you already told her, hey, you're I, you, you know you're pretty like shit like that. Whatever boys say to girls. I don't know if that's what guys say to girls, but something like that, I guess you could say. Okay. She knows she, you said something that would, would allude to the fact that you found her attractive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And she, and she reciprocated. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was mutual. It wasn't creepy at all. And so that's a year and a half ago and she stayed for three weeks. Okay. And then she went home and then what happened? When did you see her again after that? Uh, so then I tried to qualify for Waterpalooza. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally it was an individual. I should have qualified as individual. I was sitting top five until the clean and jerk and then didn't qualify for that. So I was like, oh, we'll make a team. So we made a team at Waterpalooza of all old CrossFit Games athletes. So it was me, my girlfriend, Davielle, and Sequoia. So all from the 2017 CrossFit Games. So we competed oh, on cool. an, uh, an elite team in Waterpalooza. We met up over there. I went a month beforehand to hang out with Morgan and then we competed. And I hung out for another week or two after. Is that Was that Sequoia Barrera? Yeah, seven. She. How was, did you guys go ahead, Brian? As a teenager, or maybe her year, first year after, maybe her first year after, she would qualify for the West Regional, and she was competing out there at Del Mar when we were there. Oh, the, when we were there. 
Yeah, she had a couple of good workouts, actually. I think she did pretty well on the triple three. And then maybe struggle with Linda and the handstand obstacle course. But How old is she? How old is she? Same as Luke. Probably 21. Shit. Wow, she must have been young then in Del Mar. It was, I think she was 18. I think it was her first year after the, the year that you guys. Okay, so um, did you actually go to West Virginia to where she, like, and in, in visit her in the trailer park she lives in? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Right to her. She was still studying uni at the time, so I was just kind of working out and we were hanging out between her classes. So. That's yeah. awesome. And what did you think of West Virginia? Was it weird? Was it weird that you were the only person there with teeth? Yeah, a little strange, a little strange. No, everyone there is super nice, but um, I am a big um, I do love home, so I did get that, home. Too. So that that was in the winter. It was winter here, right? Like just oh, December. Yeah. Just, I've guys, never been in snow like that before in my life. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you go skiing or anything like that? I attempted, you could say. Yeah, <laughs> really pulled my groin, but it was good. Every single person, by the way, I'm just joking. Every single person I've ever met in West Virginia is awesome. Good people, uh, old-fashioned, uh, good times. And, and when you went there to visit her, her parents were just as welcoming as your parents were? Uh, I didn't. So I met her grandma at the very um, beginning. And then I have, still haven't met her dad, <laughs> but I, I met her mom. But uh, she lives in an apartment by herself at the university, so she doesn't live with her parents. Oh, man. Why did you ever come home? Wait, you visited an American girl who has her own apartment <laughs> and who just wants to train with you. Yeah. Okay. That must have been really hard leaving. Yes. Okay. So 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 then you come. Man, that's a good life. Well, Damn, you your life just keeps life, getting though. better and better. What? <laughs> I mean, it's not like he was going back to nothing. The Butter Boys were all waiting for him back home. Exactly. Glad you got Luke. Big fan since I saw the Torian Pro. Also, Brian, you rock. Thanks for keeping Sevon on track. GG Strong, forty nine ninety nine. Fifty bucks. I, I don't know about keeping you on track, but this show is over. We're done. We got our money. Let's go buy a sack <laughs> of weed or something. You know what's you know what's interesting? Um, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I used to smoke cigarettes um, until I was 34 and I started CrossFit and I quit smoking cigarettes. And then over, you know, 15 years of doing CrossFit, I eventually pretty much quit doing all added sugar and refined carbohydrates. But my life, when I used to smoke cigarettes, I used to like, and it's kind of like this with coffee. Do you drink coffee, Luke? Oh, I love coffee. Yeah. I, I wonder if you do this. So I would like reward myself when I was like your age. I'd be like, well, I, actually, I didn't smoke cigarettes when I was your age. It was probably I started later when I was 25. But I'd be like, okay, if I work out right now, then I can have a cigarette afterwards. It was always like my reward for something. And now I really don't have any vices. Like um, I keep this bottle of this stuff. I don't know if you know what this is. This guy, um, Jeff Evans, makes this stuff. Quick plug. Yeah. Is that CBD oil? It's Saris Flow. I don't really know what it is. It's supposed to make it so you breathe better. But you're supposed to take it before you work out. But I don't take it before I work out. I just like it. So in order to feel better about coming to talk to you in the middle of the day and spending time with my kids, I leave this in here. <laughs> and there's cayenne pepper in here. And I give myself just a drop for it. That's actually two. I took one to treat myself in the beginning of the show. <laughs> Do you have that? Do you set treats up for yourself? I mean, you got a treat for a reason to go to West Virginia. But do you have yeah. other treats? Like... Oh, Are you like, okay, if I work out really hard right now, I can have a, an extra cup of coffee or I can have a donut or like there used to be this ice cream store like five miles from my house. And I'd be like, okay, mm. 
I can get three scoops of ice cream if I walk there and walk back. I guess my thing is I don't have a treat or anything like that. Like I love a coffee, but I can kind of say no to it. The one thing is if I do work out for ages and have like a good session, I just give myself 20 minutes where I don't have to do anything after. I can just like lay down and just be lazy. <laughs> wow, that's a great vice. I wish I had a vice like that. Do you have anything, Brian? Do you have to reward yourself? Do you have any like pathologies like that? Addictions? Yeah, after, after a solid day, if I've done everything I need to do on that day, then I watch some disc golf. <laughs> so I take some supplement that has cayenne pepper in it. Uh, Luke likes to lay on his back and rest for 20 minutes and you play disc golf. God, we suck. No one does heroin. No one, anyone, anyone. Uh, no one's that cool. Okay. So then you, you spend, you go, that was cool that you did that. So you basically go a month ahead of time, hang out with her train. Do you like training with her? Yeah, it's awesome. Super fit. So it's good. And there's no weird tension because with some people there's weird tension when the when the man and the woman train together. I've heard about that. I don't, I don't understand that at all. Good, me it. neither. Yeah. yeah, I don't have that with my wife either. It's fun. You get to watch them, right? It's dope. Yeah, I just love competing with anyone. So especially if it's your miso, it's even fun. Yeah. What did you call her? Your miso? Yeah, miso or misses. Yeah, misses miso. Miso. Um and. Uh, so you tonight, seven. Hey, Miso. Miso. your wife. Miso. (laughs) Come to bed, Miso. So you, so then you, you go a month early, you, um, train with her, then you guys go to Wadapalooza, you do the team thing. Um, you get along great, you stay for a few weeks after, and then you go home. Yep. And and what was the date on that? Do you know roughly? Well, it was the, the start of a month is when I left. So if Wadapalooza was February, I think I got home. The first of March, I believe. And that's, a, and that's of 2000? Uh, 2020. And that's the last time you've seen her? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and why haven't you come to visit her? Uh, well, with yeah, well, lockdowns, I can't really leave the country at all. And then if I do to get an exemption, that's hard enough. And then if I do get it, it's going to be like 20 grand just to fly or 30 grand. So Wait a second. You can't just leave your country? Why would they care if you left? I would under, I could understand if they if they didn't want you back. You can't leave either. No, from what I know, unless you get a special exemption and have a lot of money, it's pretty hard to leave. And 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 and, and why hasn't she come to visit you? Same thing? Yeah, no one's allowed in at all. Especially to Sydney and Wollongong, which are hotspot areas right now, and we just had protests like you know, so Oh, we should crazy. fucking nuke you guys and just take your <laughs> shit. We should just Go take that it. island. We should we should unfuck <laughs> ourselves and take that island from you guys. Oh my god, what is going on over there? Can we leave, Ryan? Are we allowed to leave? Do you want does anyone want to leave? Leave the United States? Yeah, like can we we can go anywhere we want, right? I guess we can't go to Australia. We could go to Cuba. The rules seem to be changing by the day or the week. Hey, um, can you go to any restaurant you want? Like I heard in New York City, you can't go into a restaurant unless you prove that you're vaccinated. Is it like that in Australia? Once they open, maybe, but everything's shut at the moment. So there's only takeaways. You can't go into any restaurant. I think you even have to wear a mask outside at the moment. All gyms are shut. Even the supermarkets are getting stricter on that sort of stuff. Oh, Stefan, I saw something the other day that you would love. This is nuts. What? I was leaving a uh, park where I was probably playing disc golf. And we were in the car, and a guy pulled up into the 
gravel parking lot, got out of his car, was not wearing a mask, walked to a porta potty as he was going into the porta potty, put his put on his mask, went in the porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't hating. That sounds like the best use of a mask ever. I ain't hating. That's great. This 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 parent walks up to me. This parent walks up to me at my kid's tennis, and we shake hands and we're talking. And then I don't know, somewhere in the conversation, he basically says he assumes that everyone's vaccinated and that he doesn't want to be around people who are unvaccinated. And I'm like, well, shit, well, I'm not vaccinated. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm just thinking of that. And so then afterward and talking, we have a pleasant talk. He goes to shake my hand goodbye. And I like, I, I pull back and he's like, and he's like holding his hand out. I'm like, dude, you can't shake my hand. He goes, why? I go, I'm unvaccinated. Because he had already told me he didn't want to be around people who were unvaccinated. I already shook his hand once. Like, I owe him the respect to tell him, like, hey. So he goes, oh. So we were done talking, and we walk away. A few days later, I see this guy walk up to another guy who I know is not vaccinated and ask to borrow his cell phone. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, putting using someone else's cell phone is, like, a couple Pretty degrees off from licking their scrotum. I mean, it is like you, especially a man's cell phone. You should never touch another man's cell phone. I, I mean, th- let alone put it on your face like this ever. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't touch any of the Butterboy cell phones. Yeah, 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 smart. There you go. From Luke. You heard it. <laughs> Luke DeJong. Especially Jake's. Jake's. <sighs> yeah, good. See, Jake's getting bombed. I love it. Let me see if Jake, if Jake has said anything smart, Alecky, that deserves it. No, I, haven't, I don't see him. Luke, you said, uh, Luke, you said that you. What was it? Competition you trained with Ricky right before? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah before touring when I hurt my back. <laughs> is it uh, is that something you do regularly? Is train with him? Is he is he nearby you guys? Yeah, he's pretty close. I think he's in Wollongong also. Uh, I I think as soon as my knees fixed and lockdowns ease, hopefully we'll line up a few sessions together because everyone in America is getting all these big training groups together. So everyone's just progressing like crazy. I know, like the proven squad is all getting together. Like you got the um training think tank squad and they're obviously like amazing to train with those sort of athletes so they're just pushing each other 24 7 so hopefully if we can get something similar down here that'll be awesome so it'll be kind of me ricky butter boys hopefully can't come down from sydney and we'll kind of link up a bit more when you say the butter boys that's you too though you're part of that squad yeah yeah how many people are in the butter boys oh about seven of us wow and are there any girls in the butter boys uh there's heaps of girls at that gym as well but they they call themselves the the mama ladies Marmal ladies. <laughs> so they're sticky and you guys are buttery. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and is it okay to say that you train with Ricky Garrard? That's not like taboo? Like you don't like have to like – you're allowed to talk about that? Uh, it's, I don't know. I know some people probably don't like it, but he, he's a good guy. He's pretty funny. Apart from the fact he stole my drag rope, apart from that, he's a good guy. I actually think he's extremely funny and a good guy too. Um, but I didn't compete against him either. And then do you train with Benny also? Uh, no, never trained with Ben. Do you see him? Yeah, he's coming with Ricky a few times. He, he says some funny shit. It's good. <laughs> yeah, they are funny as shit, right? Yeah. Is that pretty typical for Australian men? Yeah, I feel so. Like most competitions I go to, it's a bit of a laugh, so it's a good time with them. Who else do you know over there? Do you, do you train at all with, do you know, like Rob Forte or Chad McKay or uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Boomberry? <laughs> Blueberry. Who's the guy? Newberry. Uh, Newberry. Newberry. Yeah. James Newberry. Jesus, Boomberry. 
James Newberry. Like, I'm just trying to think. Uh, Con. Oh, by the way, someone sent something. Uh, uh, someone sent something to me about Con Porter. I got to ask you about Brian. Blueberry. Is Con are you kidding me? Jason Newberry. Dude, I don't say that guy's name very often. Cut me some slack. I'm working on Luke DeJong. Luke. <laughs> Luke. Um, do you see any of those guys, Luke? No, nah, never. I'm not close with any of those guys. I think a lot of them are in like Melbourne and then in Brisbane. So the only ones around me are really Ricky, to be honest. Do you think you're going to the games next year? I've, oh, well, I was should have gone this year if I didn't get sick. I thought it was going to be an easy clean sweep, to be honest. But <laughs> Wow. Is he going next year, Brian? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to make any amendments to the qualification process. But if only three can go, there's going to be three guys that don't go that could easily outperform the guys that make it. I think like it's that top five or six guys. Yeah. Is, is Ricky coming back? You think hundred percent? Yeah. I'm yeah. I I feel the same way. God, I hope he'll be a regular on my show. (laughs) God, sorry, Brian, our show. Sorry. Sorry. God, that would be awesome. What do you think I should do to court him? Luke, what is the, what do we do to get him to come on as a, as a regular guest? I got no clue. I guess you'll, you, you'll yeah, put in know. a good word for us. Yeah, I'll put some, yeah, I'll put in a good word for him. Don't worry. Um, who, who are the three, who are the, who are the pipe hitters, Brian, that Luke's going to have to deal with in Australia or in Oceania? Yeah. Well, you know him. I mean, the, the the three guys that made it this year are very good. Jay Crouch, um, Royce Dunn, and Baden Brown. James Newberry just missed. Con Porter just missed. Luke was in the running for a long time. Luke Fiso, this guy from New Zealand, is very good. Obviously, Ricky's coming back. I think that <clears throat> we'll see if, like, uh, I don't know what Matt McLeod was doing this year. I, I really, uh, I, people have asked me. I'm not sure what he's up to. Zeke Grove might give it one more run. I mean, there's a bunch of good guys. Um, And do you train with Royce Dunn? No, never. But no. but there's that picture of you on Instagram. That's not a real picture. Oh, the one where I look bigger than him. Oh, that's yeah. a real photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a small guy. Wait a second. Am I getting played here, Brian? Someone explain. I'm lost in the dark. He says he doesn't train with him, but that's a real photo. That's from that, that's the a photo from the tour. That's from the competition. Ah, gotcha. I just I I just look at two dudes. I don't even look at words. <laughs> just oh, look okay. at the dudes. It's a it's a good picture though. I mean. Especially like for it. Luke, that's I a good it. picture. It's a great <laughs> picture. I forget the um, photographer's name, but he DM'd me. He said, yeah, I did a great job of making Luke look great. <laughs> yeah, Ben Watson. Um, when will you be 100%, do you know? Honestly, I thought now I was going to be fine, but I did a lot more damage at Torian than I expected, especially in event one when I had to run 5Ks on my knees. So hopefully... I'm going to give myself six weeks and I should be squatting again. And then even with a bit of pain and a bit of um, just adjusting my movements, I should be well training at full capacity again. I, I guess you don't know because you're you're 21 and I'm asking you to reflect on what it's like to be 21. But at 21, I don't think a lot of people would have the maturity to like be patient and tone and tone it down. You know what I mean? Like it's at hard. 21, if you're a guy and you hurt your back deadlifting all you want, as long as you can get back in the gym, you'll start deadlifting again and fuck your back up again. Is it like that? Or, or are you smarter than that? Uh, I know I have to be smart. It's, it's very hard to take it back. Cause I'm so used to just killing myself 24 seven. Cause it's so addictive and that's what I live for. It's so fun. So at the moment I'm like, I'm trying to, 
put my focus somewhere else. So if I'm not training 24 seven, I got to be studying harder or I got to be doing something else that's going to test me mentally. So one thing we chucked in this winter was spending 10 to 20 minutes in like cold water. So I think that's been something to take my mind off and just have a bit of a challenge. And I've been enjoying that. So I think that's been keeping me sane. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, I did it for the, the last month. So I, I think I totaled like almost 30 days of doing it. And now that it's warmer, I just don't do it. What's what's like the general takeaway from the month then? Have you felt like you've, what have you, what's changed for you doing that? Uh, I think taking control of my breathing because we do it in Winuna Pool, which is actually one of the coldest pools uh, on the Illawarra. I think it is the coldest pool in Illawarra, which is where I live. So going down there just early morning or late night, just wind in your face, just super cold water, you just can't stop shaking and just focusing on your breath has been like, pretty cool so now when i go on the assault bike or ski erg i just close my eyes i get into a breathing pattern and every pace feels the same tell, what, the, tell me about this body of water sorry go ahead brian yeah yeah and is that something you've been doing alone or does someone go with you group of guys a uh, mix of both i half the time i just say i'm gonna go there this time if someone shows up they show up if they don't i'm just there by myself <laughs> so so tell me about uh this bot is this a so it's not an ice bath. You're saying that there's a body of water somewhere in Australia that's cold enough that it's equivalent to doing an ice bath? Yeah, I'd say so. So it's Winuna Pools. It's it's a rock ocean rock pool, but it doesn't get touched by any of the waves. So when it sits still at night, just on the edge of the coast, it just gets super cold. And when you go there, are you the only one who gets in? Uh, oh, no. Every time I've been there with someone, they've pretty well gotten in. A lot of people don't last 10 minutes, but... They'll, they'll always jump in at least for a, but i mean strangers day. other than you i'm assuming it's like a place where tourists go and look at the pools and you're you and your buddies are the only one who gets get in oh um, the only other people in the pool are wearing wetsuits no one else is in there without a wetsuit on <laughs> okay wow and then and then from there you just run back dry off jump back in your car and that's your deal that's your how far is that from your house oh, something like five minutes super close wow that's not even the hardest challenge in that pool. The hardest thing I've done in that pool was um. So Hayden gave me some swimming laps to do, and like if, you, if something someone tells me to do something, I'm going to do it no matter what. So I think the the pool was freezing on one of these mornings. I went in, did my twenty laps, I came out completely numb, and I could barely basically walk. I was just trying not to fall over because I couldn't feel anything on my body. And that's like the hardest swim I've ever done in my life was in that pool probably like two weeks ago. <laughs> and and why did he tell you to do that? That's more just for to work on controlled breathing and just just the hardship of dealing with that situation? No, I think he has no idea how cold this pool actually is. I think he just wanted me to swim. <laughs> um, dude, did, your lips, did your lips turn blue? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the nuts hurt so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it stings like bad. And other things that I'm not going to say, but yeah. So, so it it stings, but is it like blue balls? Does it feel like they, they're getting crushed too? Oh, yeah. You're just getting crushed. It feels like, yeah, yeah, you come out a, a new man, so to speak. Oh, Luke. And- Brian, have you ever had blue balls Yes. as a young man? Yes. <laughs> had it. That was a it's very, very quiet. Yeah. That was a very delicate yes. I, I'm surprised he even answered. I had it once in my life. It's a disaster. <laughs> and just so you, there's no relief from it, people. There's no like if for anyone who's never doesn't know it. There's no like medication for it, or you can't like ejaculate and it goes away. Once you got it, you got it. You got to just, just. Yeah, I think you just got to make sure it doesn't mess. happen again. You just got to make sure it never happens again. Did you ever have it twice, Brian? Luke, in general, would you say you're a good swimmer? <laughs> That's crazy. If you set yourself up, that's twice. a good question. 
It's a good question. So I, I swim with Zach Thomas, who you know was on the leaderboard. He was third at after week two of the Open worldwide. He's basically like a state-level swimmer. So any time I go swimming, I just get crushed. Like I've never won a swim workout. But um, as an Australian swimmer, I would reckon I'd be average, like to probably bottom average. But when I compare myself to the Americans, like in Waterpalooza, I'm actually in the top half somehow. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Was, he's was- he's – He's mashing. He's mashing us. <laughs> no, but you know, in the history of swimming events at the games, Australians have a very good track record in general. But but this year, um, two of the three guys didn't swimming event. Baden was still seventh, and they were twenty second. And well, Royce was down there. Brian, are you are you in a haunted house right now? I don't think that was my house. I hear like footsteps and doors squeaking. It sounds like there's a, well, someone. Oh, there's a. That's, oh, that's you. You have a ghost. Sister. Oh, okay. No, tell her. Tell her Brian says what's up. Uh, Zach Thomas says Lucas had blue balls for 1.5 years. Tristan <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Tristan, this one. There's a better one in here. There's a good one in here. Where is this one? Um, oh God. Brian says hi. By the way. Hi. Hi. Brian says hi. Hi, hi. Uh, Zach is fitter than Luke. Luke, uh, no, uh, Tristan. Oh shit! Where there was one in here that basically someone says that you give all the other butter boys estrogen, so that way they can't get big and strong like you. That's a great. No no comment. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Tristan Allen. Luke takes all of our trend and gives us estrogen, so we can't get big and strong like him. Uh, Is trend like some sort of steroid? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Luke, how many of those were any of those guys at semifinals this year besides you? Uh, Joel Molinier was, yes. So it's pretty funny. We didn't, it was kind of flipped who we thought was going to qualify. So I was in a bad place in quarterfinals. I was like, basically, I'm out. I'm not going to make it. I'm just doing it to give these guys a push to go for quarterfinals. And we all thought Zach was a shoe in because he, he was looking in form. Like he got like top two, top 10 finishes in the open. He was looking amazing. We're like, Zach's going to make it. Joel will make it, and then I'll be the guy who misses out. And then ended up me and Zach flipping spots. So I qualified, Zach didn't make it, and Joel qualified as well. So it was just me and Joel out of the Butterboys actually made it, and Paul Zachos was just there being my coach. <laughs> was he? Did he handle that pretty well? Was Was he pissed for like a day or two, and then he'd get over it, help you out? Uh, he can be a very angry man sometimes, so I think he was pretty pissed off for a while. But when you're at the competition, like he... He helped out with everything, just running back and forth and we're warming up and whatnot, telling me what to do. How much longer do you have left in school? Oof, I have a year to finish this course and then I'm finished exercise and rehabilitation. Then I might do a postgrad to become a physiotherapist, which would be another two years. So three years from now. And and do you have a job also? Yeah, I work between two gyms. So CrossFit Wollongong and NSPC Center. Oh, is that when I – because I've seen pictures of you with a bunch of – old people like people my age like in a, in a morning class are, are you teaching that class yeah that's my class oh that's awesome damn you're a good dude <laughs> do your parents go to that class uh no not not that one at spc no uh my mom's a full-time coach at crossfit wongong so she doesn't work with the other one and and your dad does your dad do crossfit too uh he uh <laughs> at the moment no he, he literally got a a full hip reconstruction about a week ago so was that scary up. for you? Uh, no, not as scary as his first operation. He he has um heart failure. He has sarcoidosis, 
So his heart runs at about 30% and he already has a defib inside him and a pacemaker. And now he's got a um, full hip Rico. Wow. Holy cow. And how's his heart doing? Uh, it's hanging in there. It's hanging in there by a thread. He's, he's doing all right. Wow. Um, oh, I'm glad to hear that. And that's wild that your mom and, – and does your sister do CrossFit also? Uh, my older sister does. She does Olympic lifting. My younger sister is actually the strongest woman in Australia in all tested federations. Brian, did I hear that right? Did you, did you hear what you said? His sister's Tia Toomey. <laughs> <laughs> the powerlifting, powerlifting. Wait, so that's your younger sister is what? By the way, your mom's awesome and your dad's awesome too. He's, like, I know you know how lucky you are, but someday when you get older, you're, it's going to blow your mind. Oh, yeah. um, someone's saying that we're not going to get Ricky Garrard to interview first, that we're going to have to wait for Wiki to get him. That's the South African guy. That's that's uh oh, yeah. hanging with uh Vikes Vikes is how you say his name. He's hanging with Matt Fraser these Vikes. days. That's a good dude. If anyone deserves Ricky Garrard, it's to lube get Ricky all Ricky <laughs> to get Ricky all wet for me. It's Wikey. Get him, Wikey. Get him. Get him nice and wet. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your tell me about your younger sister. She does what? She does powerlifting. So in all Tesla federations. So she took the. the how old is she? Twenty twenty. She's Brea. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? She's 19. Oh, it would have been cool if you would have said like six. Yeah, she's six <laughs> years old. She's the strongest six-year-old. And there's like only three yeah. power lifters, six-year-olds. But okay, 19, that's legit. Okay, go on. Yeah, so she has, uh, I think, 240-kilo back squat, just under 200-kilo deadlift, and a one – for a chick, she has like a 110, 115 bench, which is big for a girl. Wait, 240-kilo back squat? So is her back squat heavier than her deadlift? Yes, way heavier. Can you can you back squat uh, two hundred forty kilos? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm not oh, even God. close to that, dude. That is nuts. I had my PE teachers making fun of me because my sister was always stronger than me. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, do you enjoy working out with her? Uh, we we rarely train together. She trains at NSPC, and I do most of my training at CrossFit Wollongong. So it's like two different sports. So we, we sometimes cross over and we do some bench together, but not too often. How tall? How I, tall is your sister, Luke? Uh, Bria, how tall are you? You reckon? One sixty-four centimeters. And does she have a Jufro? <laughs> no, she doesn't have a Jufro. <laughs> oh. No, she has regular girl hair. I'd say. Um and. Do you think that she's going to creep over into the CrossFit space? No, not at all. No, no. Completely different sports. Not at all. She um I don't know, buddy. Yeah. No, I, I think I don't fitness. think <laughs> I think they start salivating over there, Brian. You know what? They get so strong and they start looking over and oh, they're like say, these I mean, these pussies will beat the I'll come beat the CrossFitters and then they come over and they get addicted. My sister That's would only run huge into something chasing her. Say that again? My sister would only run up to something chasing her. Okay. She would <laughs> So, and, and, and so you're the middle of uh, three kids and you have two sisters. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. We have a lot of similarities. I don't have a Jew fro, but I have a Jewish wife and Jewish boys. Mm, little prodigies. Yeah, they are such, such good boys. I can't wait till they get into. Di- I can't wait till they get into disc golf. I aspire for them to get on the disc golf circuit, and um, <laughs> so Brian can watch them. Yeah, yeah. So won't take Brian much can before they're probably beating me. Talk about him on a YouTube channel. Uh, 
Zach also loses to me in conditioning workouts. Tristan Allen. I don't even know who Zach is. These these boys are they, what's that? Your your butter boys are like a um they remind me of like a pack of dogs. Like they they're supposed to be like attacking like the intruder, but they start fighting each other. They're just like now now they're just on the other side of the fence just fighting each other and attacking that's, that's each other. That's pretty accurate. So what, Luke, you went to the touring you like did amazing on a couple of events in the middle of the workout. Did that surprise you? Did you surprise uh, yourself? Not really. I think after we looked at the events, all the guys were kind of like, all right, try and win these ones. Like, it'd be weird if I didn't, only because I know my strengths. And when I had my knee problems, like when there was a bike event coming up, all I can do is bike when I was training. So as soon as that event came up, I'm like, if I lose this one, I'm going to be pretty angry at myself because no one spent as much time on the bike as I had. Wow, that's cool. And, and lucky. Do, do you think you would have done well at the games this year? Uh, in oh, I would have got crushed in the strength events, especially. Like, it's kind of a blessing in disguise. I didn't make it because I'm still rehabbing. I would have been pretty broken in the fitness side of things. I would have gone done pretty well. I feel, but in the clean ladders and one room snatch, it would have been like close to last place. That's the only problem. And is that something that you're going to be working on your strength? Yeah, entirely. I'm going to be really cutting back to fitness. I, I have a bad problem with um doing strength blocks and then I get as soon as I feel unfit I just train harder in the fitness and then double up everything my volume and training just goes insane because I hate feeling unfit so that's something I really gotta like mentally take care of and say it's alright to lose a bit of fitness gain my strength and it'll come back do you think that's because you do your own programming you should get someone else to do your programming I'll I'll be back in a minute yeah Yeah, so if my strength stuff I do get Simon Bergener out of NSDC to do my strength stuff it's just uh it's on me to kind of calm down everything else, but I just so addicted to training that I just keep going, and then by the end of the block, I'm like, oh, I probably didn't optimize that whole session like I should have. Say that again. Who does your strength training? What was the person's name? Uh, Simon Bergner from NSPC. He did a lot of my powerlifting um, training stuff. Is he related to the Bergners? No, not at all. Yeah, I didn't think so, but they have the same last name? Yeah, same last name. Oh, that's weird. That's really weird. I wonder if they know each other. They must. So. You don't no. think so? No, no. I don't think he has any any clue who they are. Oh. Oh no, he does. I bet you he does. He know that. Really? You mean you don't think Mike knows who they are? Mike Bergener? No, oh, no. Nah, he knows. He knows everything. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's big time, he knows everything, and he's a good dude. And they probably talk. I bet you. Same last name. They have to have. Did oh. you know Brian when you were gone kissing a baby or something, doing whatever politicians <laughs> like you do? Um, his strength coach is a Bergner, but it's not related to the Mike Bergner. Oh, what do you think of that? That was not what I. Do you make any money from your sponsorships? <laughs> I wish I picked up some pretty cool sponsorship from the Torian, uh-huh. but before that, I, every competition I've ever gone in, I've lost money, like a decent bit. Yeah, man. Okay, good, good. That makes me feel better that you that you don't make any money because I was looking at your Instagram, like, <laughs> are these his sponsors? Because we don't even have sponsors on this podcast, and we're killing it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And and everyone I know who's in the sponsorship game, they will not mention anyone. They don't even want a picture taken of them holding something unless they're getting paid for it. And I just can't do that. I just haven't figured out that. Um, I just want the people who like I like their shit to like give me money. But I guess it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I guess you have to like anytime I want to say anything nice about someone, I have to bite the inside of my cheek. I guess. Yeah, I just don't think like I'm. That. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Um. Six eight. Are, are you sleeping eight eight to ten hours a day? At the moment, in lockdown, I am. Before that, 
I was my sleep schedule was horrendous. It was very bad. And do you have to force yourself to stay down? Yes, very much so. So like, um, it, it, you'll go to bed at ten and then like pop up at six, and you'll be like, nope, I need to stay until seven, and you'll sit, you'll just lay back down. Yeah, almost that exactly. Like, because uh, my body clock's still set to around like five fifty almost every single time. So I'll wake up, normally go to the toilet, go back to bed, and then you either get a little bit of a nap in, get a lucid dream or two, and then um, you get up or you just lay there and just stay bored. <laughs> yeah, and, and do you think you're, that's helping you? Are you recovering? Is your training getting better? Are you healing better? Oh, for sure. Healing. I, I, um, I made a promise myself when I started doing my rehab, I'm going to prioritize sleep over everything. So I could just basically – my room's really cold in winter, so that's already good. But if I need to, I'll get like a cold blanket – start taking CBD oil, no phones now before bed, and then do some breathing work. And then no matter if I feel tired or not, i got to lay down at that time. And explain to me the no phones before bed. Yeah, just uh, no blue light, no stimulation at all. So exactly an hour before. I actually have my phone set so all my apps don't give me any notifications after 8.30. So if I want to use them, I actually can't. So as soon as that pops up, I just put my phone on charge, don't look at it, and then I'll just go to bed. Oh, shit. More, more disciplined than me at 21. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, how long have you been on this sort of this regiment of sleep and, and getting away from the stuff that keeps you awake? Uh, very strictly. Probably the last six months is when it started. Before that, I wasn't very strict at all. I didn't prioritize it as much. It's only when I really started actually using the whoop. And I was realizing when I'm in bed for eight hours, I'm not even sleeping close to seven. I'm sleeping closer to five. So I realized if I need to get some deep sleep for a longer time, i got to up my bedtime by like two hours just to get more sleep. Why do you have a whoopee? What what gave you the desire to get a whoopee? Uh, well, my girlfriend got it for me as a present to start off. Oh. And um, yeah, so then I've been using it mainly to track sleep. That's all I care about is sleep. I'm just skeptical about all that shit, but why's that? I don't know. I just I'm not about to sleep. I think sleep's important, but like yeah. I like I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. I'm not. I just Luke, don't. Well, well, let me ask. I'm not a whoopee Luke guy. This. I had an Luke. Apple Watch, and I just I can wear it for like a week, and then I then I just can't. Oh, Sorry, I hate Apple Watch and Garmin. I don't like those. Okay, go do ahead, think, Brian. Luke, do you think with something like that, there's like there's a lot you can learn from it, but at some point also it can become a crutch, and it's like it would be valuable to use it for a certain period of time, learn as much as you can from it, and then kind of wean yourself off of it. So it's like you're in, then in tune with what does work and doesn't work for you when you have gotten enough rest and haven't have haven't without needing that thing. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm not going to keep this forever. I'm going to keep it for a year. I'm going to learn what patterns help me sleep, what um, what routines get me the deepest sleep, and like what to do. And then once I realize, all right, this is how I'm getting the best recovery. So one thing at the moment that was pretty revolutionary, if I did stretching or soft tissue work before bed, my deep sleep went up like crazy, like more than I ever expected. So if I just do literally 20 minutes of stretching, go to sleep, that's one thing that's been a big game changer. And then, yeah, once I know how to optimize my recovery, I'm going to get rid of it because it does stay in your head. If you wake up and you're in 10% recovery, it messes with your head. You're going into sessions thinking, oh, warming up's feeling harder. The session's feeling harder. Oh, it's because... I'm on 10%. But once I get rid of it, I'm just not going to care about it. If I know I've optimized my sleep and done everything I can, it's irrelevant of um, what my recovery is at. I'm going to train just as hard. That's crazy insightful right there. Uh, Brian, um, he's saying it's kind of like the opposite of a crutch though. No, I'm saying like in, it in can the long fuck- term, in the long term. It's the same way as, you know, <clears throat> a lot of coaches don't 
But if you have someone that's that you're coaching and like you've been coaching for a year and two years and three years and four years, at what point it's like, have you actually learned anything from me that if I disappeared, will you still be able to continue on with the things you've been doing on your own or go on and, and find someone else, but have a baseline of, of understanding of the things that we've worked on over this time? I mean, I kind of feel the same way about eating or, you know, whatever kind of a macro tracking people do. It's like, it's good for a period of time, but at some point, don't you want to have that kind of independence or understanding of your own body independent of the numbers, the immediate feedback from the electronic wearable or whatever it is? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, saying don't rely on numbers but more be in tune with your body and go off feel is what you're saying. Like, no, I think that the, there's yeah. value in the the technology. and But, you you know, if you become too dependent on it, it's kind of like the Google Maps. Like, you know... There used to be no Google Maps, and I knew how to navigate all these areas. Oh, uh, yeah. Now there's Probably Google Maps, yeah. and even to go five minutes uh, away, my, my default is to want to put in Google Maps. I'm like, I don't need Google Maps for this. I, I go, I know how to get there. And it kind of will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. But but I, but I found it fascinating what Luke said, too, also. He's basically saying, like, yeah, it's cool. I know, like, it was cool. F- the, he gave an example of good feedback. Hey, if I – what were the two things you said? Stretch or what was the other thing? Roll out? Yeah. Any soft tissue work whatsoever. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, and the, basically then he would get better sleep and he wouldn't have known that if he wasn't didn't have the whoop. But on the other hand, if the whoop says you slept like shit, he's basically, if I understood him correctly, he's saying you sort of start to embody that. Even though you might feel good, you're like, oh, but the whoop tells me I did shitty, so maybe I should feel shitty. <laughs> that's kind of interesting, right? That's dangerous. Yeah, that yeah. is dangerous. I think Josh Bridges spoke about that. That's why he doesn't have one, I believe. Oh, that's so fascinating. But I mean that thing that he said about the stuff. That's like it doesn't. Like it doesn't matter how many stuff. times I tell people that Brian doesn't look good. Girls in the comments <laughs> keep saying he looks good, and there's nothing I can do. I can't stop it. I Boy, can't stop it. They're yeah. they're like a good good whoop for him. They're like a good whoop for him. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. No, I, th- I think that he's that that comment he made about the the body work or the soft tissue work is really valuable. Um, I don't wear any device to track my sleep, but I do know that I have. A, my bed and I have a Theragun and if I do the combination of heating pad and Theragun before I sleep on like my hips or my legs I usually I feel like I sleep a lot better I don't have the feedback he has but I don't know if any athlete tell, tell me that before that's kind of cool and a box of condoms you have next to your bed I bet <laughs> yeah two boxes <laughs> two boxes Brian how does Luke know Luke I told you <laughs> um I would also bet I'm willing to bet I was going to say $100, but I'm not really willing to bet $100. I'd be willing to bet $10 that Brian and I both stretch tonight before we go to bed. I stretch at least half the nights before I go to bed anyway, but I bet you tonight we both stretch before we go to bed. I'm going to try the uh, Piriformis RDL. You're going to – oh, that's good. And do you know what that means? That means you, Luke, DeJong, mm-hmm. are an influencer. Wow. <laughs> it's my first time. <laughs> Who's that? Whoop is definitely questionable. I never drink, and one time I got drunk, slept two hours, and woke up the next day 100% recovery with a 120 HRV. I don't even know what that is, but that was the whoop giving feedback. Yeah. That No, Yandy, that just means you should drink more. You should drink every <laughs> night. Some guy named Medina Zahiek wants to talk about Henry Kissinger and about him ruining the United States of America or something. I think that's a different topic. Um when is your next trip? When will you see your girlfriend? As soon as the borders open, hopefully she'll move over here. 
or if it stays long enough and it's the borders don't open until Waterpalooza, I might try and qualify for Waterpalooza again and then fly over there, and that'll be it. Wow, that's some crazy motivation to qualify too, right? Oh, well, that was the motivation to qualify for the game, but I didn't do that. <laughs> and, and and when is uh, Waterpalooza? I think they they announced it last week. I think it's February, February, next January, week? January. So that is. September, October, November, December. Oh man, it could be t- another four or five months. Um, d- wow. Holy cow! And um, so d- is it is it something like when when is your country supposed to open? Like when can you like oh, when will they unlock your cage them. and let you out? Yeah. So they say once we get seventy percent vaccination rate, they'll start easing some things. But now they're saying even if we do get 70% vaccination rate, they, they're still going to be harsh on the restrictions as long as the Delta variant is still around. So honestly, we don't know. We thought it was going to be like a month, but then they just announced it's going to be until November now. And then in November, they could easily just say it's going to be another three months. We have no idea. There is no confirmed date. Yeah, I have really bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh God, I have such bad news for you. You guys, you know, <laughs> right? You are, you are. Okay, I won't tell, tell you, me. but yeah. but you already know. You already know. Oh my goodness, echo variant, echo, echo. <laughs> e comes after D, right? Echo yeah. variant. <laughs> uh, uh, nice hair, Luke and Brian. Nice camera, Jaden Dominic. Uh, I think oh, I have a question as well. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, have I, to saw, pee. I saw on your um, <laughs> I, have to pee. I saw on your Instagram. It says comedian. Are you? Is that a self-proclaimed comedian or is that totally? Comedian? <laughs> That's totally. Some 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 lady goes. Some lady was just beating the shit out of me in my DMs. Doesn't happen very often, but I was kind of liking. It. She goes, and you're <laughs> such a like piece it. of shit. I know you call yourself a comedian just so you can get away with saying anything. I was like, shit. It's that obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I should put rapper in there, rapper, boxer, comedian. Rapper. Yeah, because then I then between doing uh, between being a um oh yeah, start my Vespa, please. My nephew's trying to fix my Vespa. Start start it up. He got a new battery for it. He's asking me if if he should wait before he starts it. Start it up. Um, yeah, rappers and comedians and uh and boxers, you can pretty much do anything. Like you yeah. can hit kids, pee on people, <laughs> hit women, yeah. swear. I mean, you're it's shit. Untouchable, yeah. Yeah, untouchable. You're good. You're good but, yeah. to go. You can't be you can't be canceled. I mean, I, I it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like they should be canceled. I mean, you tell dirty jokes for a living, the other person beats people up for a living. It's like each their own. Yeah. Why? What? Why did you ask that about the comedian thing? Did you have a bet with a friend? He's not a real comedian. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. I was just very curious because I've never. I didn't know if you were or not. No. Did you ever want to be a comedian as a kid? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I reckon it was awesome. It's like the, it's like the best profession ever. I think even Dan Bailey used to used to say that he wants to be a comedian. I would have loved if he started doing that. What? Um. Who? Who were you inspired by as a kid? Oof. Um. Well, the obvious answer is obviously your parents, but they lead you up until you probably like get a bit older, and then you start reaching. Out but to I mean, people. but I mean, for the comedian stuff, was there like a comedian? Oh. Like, did you hear Chris Rock once when you were ten years old, and you're like, "Oh man, this is insane. amazing! I want to do this." Uh, probably Seinfeld. Okay, That's probably where it started, to be honest. 
Back to the Jufro. Back to the Jufro. Exactly. That's there's not a lot of get people that I know that are in their early twenties that watch Seinfeld. Early twenties now. Yeah, I wasn't a Seinfeld fan either, but I think all the smart people were. I like dumb comedy like Abbott and Costello and Three Stooges and like just (laughs) like yeah, slaps. Ah, that was just too dumb for me. (laughs) Too far. (laughs) Long the other side of the spectrum. That was too dumb for me. Um, Brian, is there anything else you'd like to talk about Luke? We talked to, uh, he's, he's on the men's, um, he's definitely, uh, discipline, schooling, sleep, long distance girlfriend. It's almost like he hates himself. <laughs> it's almost like, he he, like it he's masochistic. Um, he's, 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 he's already programming for himself at 21. Um, Sister's the strongest girl in the world. (laughs) Hey, your world, there's for Australians, there's only Australia. Just pretend like the rest of us don't exist. It'll be easier for you. Just pretend like we're not here. Uh, Do you have anything you'd like to say to Mr. Luke, Brian? No, I'm just really hopeful that he's able to get everything back on track over there. Um, I, you know, he knows, I think most people know, I think he's got a ton of potential, but it's crazy when we, you know, the more athletes we talk to this year, the more times we find out about these things that lives physically or otherwise that are, you know, make the competitions a lot more difficult than we would just assume that they are like training doesn't go perfectly. Life doesn't go perfectly. And everyone's bringing something to the competition floor. And I you know, always just hope that they're able to show up in their best, best shape so that we can, you know, see what they truly have. And maybe that'll be the case for Luke next year, which would be, which I think would be, um, I think it'd be fun to see because I think he's got a ton of potential. Do you have any concerns when you see a guy this young and this much promise, but already like some injuries? That's some, I mean, the knee is the only thing that uh, is like a long-term thing in terms of maybe a flag the, the rest of the stuff seems a little bit like freakish or one-off type stuff with the wisdom teeth. So hopefully you can get the knee under control. And then I, I'm not too concerned after that. You think that if he open mouth kisses uh, Ricky, he'll test positive too? <laughs> Man, tough questions tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the only advice I have for you: get Ricky on the don't show and don't Ricky. don't open mouth kiss him. I mean, uh, you just don't know. Oh, man, it's like finally. you just don't know the the guy. The guy is uh, has sampled, has dabbled in the goods. By the way, I, I will say this: I have not taken any supplements like that. But Ricky, ha- um, as soon as I found out that whatever he was on, I think it was something called Sarms. I just googled the best Sarms like you could get, and I did spent like an hour researching, and then I tried to order it. I was like, God, that would be amazing to just take steroids once <laughs> like and just see how strong store. it. But I couldn't find it. It was sold out everywhere. So people talk about like Matt Frazier being able to sell shit out, but once people found out Ricky Garrard was on that shit, I tried to get it, and it was like sold out. Oh, it's surprising how many people are on it. It's pretty not in CrossFit, but just in general, it's insane. You and do you know people? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, obviously, I've never been near. I would never touch it. I don't train with anyone that would touch it. Um, but in school, definitely, I have a lot of bodybuilding friends who would come to school and they're, um, when they would take psalms, they are, their eyes can't dilate when it goes dark. So they come in from recess and the um, the lights in the room would be a lot darker and they basically can't see at all. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's not good. Well, I'm glad I never found it. Now I'm, I've lost interest in it again. Maybe I, <laughs> yeah. maybe, 
that they can test for it at the games in the future. They yeah. could just program an indoor event to transition to an outdoor event yeah. back inside. <laughs> Maybe that's why they had the clean ladder where they ran outside and inside this year. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Hour and 23 minutes of your time. Oh, no, thanks for having me on. It's good fun yeah. to chat. Just say thank you to my bladder for holding it for the last 15 <laughs> minutes. I don't know why I didn't get up and go pee. I should have, but I just sometimes get nervous that Brian's going to drop the ball, especially because you're 21. Like, I'm just, I just don't know, like, if how much you have to talk about at 21. So I'm nervous if I leave you and Brian alone, you guys will just look at each other. <laughs> you make it awkward. Fair enough. Anyone want to ask him one question? Sevon just ordered podium and bait Allenine. Does anyone. <laughs> Does anyone want to ask Luke one question? Any question you want. You have 15 Richard, seconds to put it in the comments. No limits. Anything. No, no audience. There, this, is a, this is a Pandora's box right here. I think there's a 30-second delay. No, it's cool. It's Luke. Can you imagine if we said that, though, with Daniel Brandon as a guest? <laughs> Go ahead. Ask her anything you want. Yeah, but these are like his his friends that he's been training with for eight years. <laughs> he did, he only has five friends. There's 116 current concurrent viewers. Only nine, there's 99 people on here who are here. Good podcast, thank you. Sevon just order podium, thank you. Okay, guys, I'm gonna hang up. Uh, here we go. Is it true you cried after the Torian? That's definitely one of your friends. Did you cry <laughs> after the Torian Pro? No, I don't remember crying. No. Do you remember the last no. time you cried? Oh, that's a deep question. Uh, I, I don't really know, to be honest. Probably, probably when um, uh, I had to leave my girlfriend at the airport. That's probably it. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna guess it was something having to do with your dad, but it's always goes back to the girlfriend. Yeah. 